this is Liz Lawless, your host of Creative Passions Results Podcast, and we're here today with episode 21, and I'm just delighted to be here today with Dr. Kathleen Walls. Kathleen has a new children's book um, that we're going to be talking about, uh, Froggy Tea and Bunny, and so she's going to be sharing a little bit more about the where that story came from and her writing process and some, maybe some challenges and then some successes. And so I know you'll want to be listening. I want to know you want to be taking notes. So Kathleen, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Oh yeah. We always have a great time together for sure. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit, our, uh, our listeners, uh, where the story came from, and mm -hmm. well, let's start with it. Let's start back a little bit further. Were you, you always were a writer, weren't you? You wrote when you I were was. a child. See, I, I, did, sure I did. was a reader, but I didn't <laughs> write. So tell me about that a little bit. Yeah, so I actually started writing, I would probably say in about second or third grade. Uh -huh. And I started writing stories for the preschool, nursery, and kindergarten students. Okay. And so I would write and it. illustrate, and then I'd ask the teachers, <laughs> could I go down and read to them? And they'd say yes, and I'd go down, and I loved it. Right. And so right. it's funny, you know, because I, at that point, I wasn't thinking about being a writer. Like, I wasn't thinking when I get older, I'll create children's books or any types of books. It was just something that I just enjoyed doing like right. I like going to the library like yeah I like telling the story I like going to the library and you know yeah. getting my what where the wild things are book and right the yeah. silver yeah. steam where the sidewalk ends and you know all of those yeah. so yeah. I think that was that was probably the seeds that was planted uh -huh. and, and I just you know I, I just wrote my own stories and did my own illustrations and entertained the, the crowds <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. So anyway, but you, and then you, you kind of put that away and then you went on to, to other professional stuff and uh, family and all of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm. so tell us how, um, so how did you come to write uh, Froggy Tea? So, you know, it's actually interesting. I met a, a friend, business partner and mentor in about 2006. Uh -huh. And it's very interesting that in probably about 2007, 2008, I didn't want to just buy him a birthday card. I said I wanted to do something a little bit more creative. So uh -huh. I wrote him a poem. Oh, and so okay. his nickname for me was Bunny because he said I had just had so much energy and I was always doing so many things. He's like, right. you're the you're the bunny that the energizer bunny goes to to get energy from. So oh. And I said, and so in the poem, I say to him, but you're hopping right along with me. And his name is Thomas. Uh -huh. So I now dub you Froggy T. Okay. And so that's where Froggy T and Bunny came from. Right. The process of me reading this poem, I was like, wow, this really makes a good children's story if I just flush it out even further. Right. And so that's what I ended up doing. So he got his portion of the poem for his birthday, but then I went and extended it. And my thinking at that time in 2008 was, I'll then surprise him the next year for his birthday with, a, with an illustrated hard book. copy book 
right. of this poem and that will just make him laugh. That was my thought. Right. Little did I know it would take me 12 years to find an illustrator. An illustrator. <laughs> right, right. So anyway, so what we want to share with our uh, listeners is that first tip is your, the idea can come from anywhere. Mm -hmm. It can be, like you say, it can be a poem. It can be journaling. It can just be uh, some random thoughts. It yeah. can be a story or an experience that you mm -hmm. have, whether that's a vacation or traveling or a person that you meet or a person that you're uh, engaged with or, or interested in or, mm -hmm. or um, you know, trying to just, you know, fascinated with why they do what they do. Yeah. Um, it, so it comes from all different places. So that's mm -hmm. the first thing we want you to know is we're here to support people that are following their creative passions. Yes. And we want to be sure that you know that you can follow your passion. You can make a living at it. You can do things that you mm -hmm. love. Mm -hmm. um, and we're here to support you, even if other people around you don't. Because that's it. That. Did you have support kind of growing up? You know, I, I did. I was I lucky. Did. I did. Yeah, I definitely had support. You know, again, if I go back to the second and third grade time when I was asking to go down to the kindergarten classes and read, my teachers were very supportive right. of that initiative. You know, yeah. so it wasn't like a one and done thing. It was like, yeah, sure, Kathleen, go ahead. Um, right. And so that made me want to write more and draw more, which I did. And so then obviously my parents as well, incredibly supportive. And that's what also was very powerful about this story, um, because my mother, my father's already made his transition, and my mother was very excited about this story. Right. And so she would even stay on top of me, like, "Is it done yet?" It was like a kid in a car. Are we there right. yet? Are we there yet? Like, is it done yet? Is it done yet? <laughs> that's great. That's great. And so so she's very encouraging. So yeah. Oh yeah, very encouraging. And it was so fun to go through that process of getting the illustrations to match up with what I had in my head, the vision, right. you know, it, it's such an enjoyable process. Process, yeah. The writing mm -hmm. process and the publishing process for mm -hmm. sure. There's a lot of frustration. And obviously it sounds like one of your main frustrations was the illustrations, hey, which is a big, big <laughs> part, especially of children's books. I mean, mm -hmm. you've got to have great illustrations. Mm -hmm. And you, you if, when you first start and you think there's, there's a thousand great illustrators out there. But then when you're trying to find just the right one for your story, um, it becomes a lot harder for some reason. So take our readers through that process a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Understand. So and they don't get they don't quit because right. they don't get it done in the six months or the first month yeah. or the year or whatever. Do not, do not quit at all. You know, stick to it. You you have an image in your mind. Um, and even if you don't, like sometimes you just know what it is that you want and or need and yeah. so me looking and when you for see it, it you, yes you, you know it, it. oh yeah. my goodness you feel it all over so yeah. for me i started out with people who i knew who i considered very talented writer uh, excuse me drawer right. artist yeah, artist uh -huh. you know and I, I called them and i was like look i have this book i need illustrations and one of my closest and dearest friends for over 30 years she said to me i know how much this project means to you she said I just don't feel like I'm the right one right. and I really wanted it to be her because I right. wanted you know our friendship collaboration. and this collaborative yeah. exactly and so but I respect it as an artist she knows what she's capable of and what she isn't and said fine then I was working in a school system and there was actually a math teacher who was an illustrator 
but she wasn't confident at that point yet right in her skills she's like i'm not ready to go to the level that you want to go i'm excited that now she is very much there you know but Uh Uh she had her own illustration growth journey to go through then somebody else said oh i have a relative and that person started the process and then they disappeared And when I tell you, I just threw my hands up finally. And I was like, okay, God, whenever you're ready, you'll bring me an illustrator. Ended up in 2018, I was interviewing someone and they said in the process of us, process of us talking, their wife sent them a text message. uh And he said, oh my goodness, look what my wife just sent me. And it was an animation. And I said, does she do illustrations too? And he said, yes. And I was like, oh my goodness, I need to illustrate blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. Well, she did my first iteration of illustrations and uh-huh. they were fantastic. They really were phenomenal. Uh-huh. And she captured everything yeah, that I wanted and needed. Yeah. And then what happened? So that was 2018 through 2019. I ended up uh, going to Africa for two months and teaching. And I ended up coming back in 2020, to which point I was going to start the process of, you know, publishing and so forth. Uh Well, during that process, I then started thinking about animation. Right. And I was like, okay, I need an animator. And my husband, Ed Herman, he knew Milton, who's the animator. And and so when they started the animation process, the character from the illustration looked different than the character in the animation. And so I was like, I have to have a uniform product. And I asked them, could they redo the illustration? So here it took me 12 years just to find one, or excuse me, it took me, what was that? (laughs) 10 years at that point, just to find one illustrator to then have to get them redone. But when I tell you I am ecstatic with the with the right. product the product's beautiful yeah it did yeah. came out great came out yeah. fabulous yeah it really did so okay so that's it so you know you may have challenges you're gonna have mm-hmm. challenges when you go on this writing journey and when you take this author adventure you know it's not gonna always be smooth mm-hmm. um, but you're always gonna learn you're always gonna meet great people mm-hmm. um, even if you end up not working with those people you're still yeah. gonna great you know meet talented and creative people and just that, you know, is kind yeah. of enjoyable too. So, yeah. and Liz, so, you know what? To that point, it's very interesting. So, like I said, I wrote the story in 2008. In 2008, I didn't know any of these other people. Right. You know what I mean? And I wasn't even right. working at the place where I ended up doing the interview. So, all of those other things had to happen. I hadn't met my husband yet who then would later introduce me to Milton. So so we have to understand that the process is the process and all the pieces will come together during that time. Right, during that process, yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. So if you've got that dream and you've got that vision, don't give up on it. Don't let other people tell you. And if things, you know, if you have a roadblock, you know, just understand that's part of the process. And, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe you need to go, you know, when you find a way around it or you go over, you go under right. or whatever, you know, or you wait a minute, you step back and say, well, wait a minute, you know, what am I missing? What needs to be in place? 
Um, so that's great. Well, tell people, uh, tell our listeners where they can find the book. I'm, I know, oh, yeah. but let's, let's tell them. <laughs> yes, yeah, so you can find The Reunion, The Adventures of Froggy T and Bunny, A Hip Hop Tale. You can find it on Amazon. Uh-huh. You can also go to my website, which is askdrwalls.com. So that's A-S-K-D-R-W-A-L-L-S.com. And you'll see a tab that says Froggy T and Bunny. Uh, you know, you also see a tab that says books because I've written two other books as well. And so, you know, it's right there. And then it, there's links to take you to the places where you can purchase it. Right, right, great. And so you ended up not only just doing the book. So is, mm-hmm. is it a paperback or hardback? And it is a paper. It's okay. a paperback. It's an ebook. And then, of course, there's also the animation. OK, so you did go. So tell us a little bit about that. So so you decided you would go ahead and do an animated uh, film version. of Yes. It, a short, a short film, basically, yes. I guess. Yes. And that was, again, something as, you know, over the years, as my brain kept holding on to this froggy tea and bunny, uh-huh. more and more ways to produce it. Now, I'm a former early childhood elementary and middle school teacher. Okay. So I'm always thinking differentiation. I'm always thinking different learning styles. How do I meet people where they are? And so there's some students who love, and you know, some of us love the book, the feel right. of the book in our hands. Some people love the ebook versions, and then some people need the visual piece of the anime. Right, and the movement and the music. And exactly. And all of the, all of the, all the bells and whistles. Stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And so it yeah. was, you know, yeah. So it was fascinating to see Froggy T and Bunny literally come to life before my eyes. I mean, I, I cried. Right. I just yeah. didn't, it, I never imagined it in 2008. So now here we are in 2020 and these creatures have now become alive. Right. right. They come alive and they become their own character and they, then they're telling their, their own stuff. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, all, all this other stuff comes up. You're like, well, I, I didn't know what, I didn't know they were going to do that. <laughs> yeah, no clue. And then I, I ended up and it inspired me so much. And again, right, this is the illustration Milton um, Malfini and his team uh-huh. The illustrations that they did and the animation that they did, they created a whole world. Right. And it yeah. took my creativity, like you talk about becoming a muse. It right. took my yeah. creativity to a whole nother level. And next thing I know, I wrote five more books last year. Right. <laughs> In the series, it went from one book that was supposed to be a gift to somebody, really just a joke kind of gift, right. to now being a whole, a business because I ended up opening up Froggy T and Bunny LLC uh-huh. to products, you know, mugs, right. cups, towels, backpacks, all types of things uh-huh. to now a series where five other books. So a total of six books have been written to completion. And I'm now in the process of the second book being illustrated. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. Right. That's fabulous. So so anyway, so you never know where it's going to go. Never. So you got to start and you got to and add the things as you go. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of times that's what we do. You know, we start with the ebook, then we go maybe to the paperback and sometimes mm-hmm. we go to hardback. Yeah. Sometimes you have an audio book. I have to tell you, mm-hmm. you're the first person I've interviewed in all these years that actually had an animated film too. Okay. So where can they get that? Where can they get, because it's a, basically like a, a downloadable uh, live stream. 
I guess so what it is, yeah, it, it is like it is like a live stream. It's on Vimeo. Okay. And, and again, the easy, you can do froggyteandbunny.com. Right. And that's uh, B-U-N-N-I-E. Or again, the simplest way is just go to Ask, Ask Dr. Dr. Walls. Yeah, right. go to askdrwalls.com. You'll see the link and just click on it. It'll take you straight there. Okay, perfect, perfect. Yeah. So we'll we'll be putting that in the show notes too. So if for some reason you missed that or you didn't catch all of that, you can always go back to the show notes and look and you'll be able to find uh, Kathleen's AskDrWalls.com website and then the links to the other stuff. And obviously the book's on Amazon. It's on Barnes Noble and Ingram and your retail outlets. It's going to be uh, on platforms across uh, across all platforms. So yes. that's really exciting. And the, really, the stories really are what about friendship and mentorship? It is. Love it's about friendship. All of it. It's about friendship. Yeah. It's about obviously two friends coming back together. It's okay. about following your heart, your passion, and per- learning your inner beat, learning your inner music. Right. Right. It. Yeah. You know, we can call that intuition as well. Right. Uh, and right. so it's just so important that we are true to who we are. Right. And exactly. this is what this story, you know, talks about. And also life lessons. What did you learn in the process of this? Because right. many times we have to take you talk about, you know, you live and you learn. What right. I found over the years is a lot of times people are just living and living and not taking the time to learn. Right. And so in the story, there's a section where the question is, what did you learn? And Bunny talks about what she's learned. Right, right. Okay, that's great. That's great. And so, and the, and the reason, the other reason, I guess it's such a um, such a close thing to your heart is that your dad was a veterinarian, right? right. So y'all, yeah. animals were always yeah. a big part of your life, your whole life, I guess. Big time, big time. And yeah. you know, it's so funny because when I was little and writing, there were not animals in my stories. So the fact that Froggy Team Bunny ended up becoming the the main characters, and as you know, you know, I took over my father's practice when he transitioned and turned it into an animal care center. And it was like, well, of course it would be. To your point, of course you would have animals as lead characters because they've been a part of your whole existence. So right, right, and yeah. that was probably the exciting thing for your mom too. Your mom, yeah. oh, she remembers you writing those stories when you were a child mm-hmm. too. But then she mm-hmm. was probably also excited about the about the animal connection. Yeah, the integration definitely. And you know what else is me? Yeah. It also forces me to do some additional research. Because as I put in some of the characteristics of what they're going through, I make sure that it's true to what an animal of that type would do. Now, of course, there's a lot of personification that's happening. Um, But yeah, there's also these these fun facts about the animals that are placed in there as well. Right, right. And I think you, you do some kind of glossary and maybe have some words, some other definitions of things for people. And obviously at your teacher background, yeah. <laughs> you know, yes. want people to learn and be clear and be yeah. nice about things. Yeah, I made sure right. I put a glossary in there for a couple of reasons. So when I did my first book, which The Greatest Soul Journey, which is an adult book, uh-huh. someone had told, and everything's self-published, uh-huh. Someone had told me that if it had a glossary, it could get into a library easier and faster. Right. Right. So I said, okay, fine. The other reason why I put a glossary in is because as a child, I remember utilizing books 
four words, how to spell them right. and how to understand them. So sometimes right. if I didn't want to go downstairs where the dictionary was, I could right. grab a book off my shelf that had the definition right there. Right. So right. <clears throat> I wanted to make sure that my book was a resource in many ways. Ways for people. That's also yeah. why I did do the animation and the voiceovers because right. I understand when children are reading, there's pacing and right. there's pronunciation and word recognition. And so I wanted to make sure this was an opportunity for children to be able to space out their words when they're reading. They could follow the cadence right, and then learn the words as well. Right, right. Did you did y'all create special music or maybe don't sure really get drummers or theme song kind of that all goes to the kind of lead in? Yeah, there's there's lead in music and um uh -huh. because music is very important. So Froggy T plays the saxophone. Uh -huh. He plays okay. a variety of saxophones in this particular story he is playing the alto sax right uh, and so my yeah. mentor dr gordon he plays the saxophone so that's why froggy he plays the sax and then right. my father also played soprano alto and tenor sax as well uh, okay. um so i did so i called on a, a colleague who is a musician and he plays the sax and he sent me some music that we could utilize in the story and so again, music, it impacts our lives. And so we'll see music appear in each of the stories in various ways. Okay, okay, great, great. So, so fabulous book. So this is the reunion, Froggy Tea and Bunny. And so you can get that, like we talked about earlier on Amazon, you can go to askdrwalls.com. Mm -hmm. That's A-S-K-D-R-W-A-L-L-S.com, askdrwalls.com. We'll put that in the show notes. Well, um, well, what do you, um, what's been the, I guess, what was the most surprising thing mm -hmm. during this journey that, that you learned? We talked about the struggle and the frustration. Yeah. What, what was some of the surprising thing or what, what it, I guess, lifted your heart the most? Or? Yeah. So a couple of things. The most surprising thing was that it did take as long as it did. Right. Right. That it did take 12 years, but it never left my my mind right like yep. anytime i felt like there was an opportunity it was right there in the forefront i can't say that it ever went to the back of my mind it was pressing right. to be birthed it just took 12 years to do it right so that was the most surprising thing to me the other thing um was that i kept it a secret for those 12 years oh so right. i never told dr gordon so he had no clue Right. Until last October, November, when I finally shared it with him. Right. When the book um, actually was published. Yeah. yeah. The other thing that was, you know, very touching, there were a lot of pieces that were touching to my heart. The number of people whose lives the book has touched uh -huh. was surprising, just even in the creation of it, from the voiceover right. artists to the musicians to the illustrators, because as you know, this is an international project. Uh -huh. My illustrator and animators are from St. Lucia. My musician was from St. Lucia. Uh -huh. My um, voiceover artists are based in Philadelphia now. Um, so there were a lot of people. It was a true collaborative process. You right. were instrumental right. in yeah. pulling pieces together. Yeah. So I really, really liked that collaboration aspect. Right right so anyway yeah. okay so what's the second book called so the second book is in the works do you have you've got the title already 
I sure do. It's bunny, it. gets, okay. bunny gets bullied. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And I have to say, it's so good. Now, what's funny is this book was supposed to be book number six, oh. but I am so entertained by the characters that I needed them to come out. Like well, I could not hold them what? You for five them books. But I couldn't. <laughs> I'm like, y'all have to get out and. They literally just sent me, Milton and his team just sent me the first three pages earlier this week. I think it might've been Monday. Uh -huh. um, I'm in love with the characters. Right, um, right. So you're I'm, introducing additional characters besides Froggy and Bunny yes, to go through the yes. rest of the books and the next yep. books. Okay, mm -hmm. great, great. So Bunny's yeah. mother comes into this one uh -huh. and then obviously the bullies come into right. this one as well. So, yep. yeah, so, and, th and that's the thing, like I said, um, th with them being the illustrators and animators, they, the visuals that they created expanded my creativity. And right. I think what a great collaborative process, right? Because we should right. be better together. Yeah. And so now there's a whole world. Right. Yeah. Right. Created this whole world. Yeah, You're exactly. creating all these new characters and then yeah. kids can engage with that parents yeah. and grandparents. Yeah. And that's the other piece that has been so warming is that it has impacted people's lives of all ages. My first read was to a baby that was like six months old um, because someone was babysitting and the baby just kept looking like they were fully engaged in the story. Right. And that was touching. And then to hear families um, talk about it. One of my former fifth grade students bought the book for her daughter, who's now in the fifth grade. Right. And so all of the, right, all of those types of connections. And then one of my big ones was my grade school had me come back as an author of the day oh, and read okay. to all of the students. I did each of the classes from first grade through eighth grade right? Wow. and shared the process, shared my journey. And they sent me tons of letters and thank you cards and drawings of Froggy T and Bunny and the kids with did. their <laughs> own stories attached to it. Froggy T and Bunny right. got married. And, right. you know, <laughs> All kinds of great things. I love it. I love yes. it. That's great. Yes. So is that in Philadelphia? Because did you yes. grow up in Philadelphia? Yes, okay. I did. Yes. Okay. I, did. I wasn't sure because I knew you lived yes. in other parts and you lived in Texas for a while and some yes. other places. But yeah, okay, great. Yeah. Right. So that was yes. nice. And I would say the other piece that was really special, and I didn't think about it at first, was that, like I said, the creation of this was last year during 2020 during the pandemic, right, during the pandemic. where we know financially people had a lot of challenges. Yeah. And this project allowed me to pay people right. during a time where there was a lot of financial stress and strain. Right, right, yeah. for sure, for sure. That's great, that's great. And so so you've been reading, you've been out, people were reviewing, so they're sending you things back or you're getting these additional yeah. comments from people across. Yeah. Where's the... Uh, Where's the farthest person that you've gotten so far? Because I know you got to Oh, good. Yeah, I do. You know, so I have people from Ghana who uh, have, you know, respond, Botswana, uh, Zimbabwe. I would probably say those are my farthest. Of course, I have people in England and in Germany um, and then throughout the Caribbean and throughout yeah, the United yeah. States. Yeah. Right, yeah. And I'm excited. Somebody literally on Monday just bought 22 copies. Oh, wow. Great. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So they'll yeah. be coming to pick them up next week. 
right? Fabulous, mm -hmm. fabulous. So yeah, so a great gift. This is going to be a great gift item. You can still yeah. purchase for Christmas and get yes. it by now and you buy in the next uh, next week or two. Mm -hmm. uh, the closer it gets, the little harder it'll get, but you can always, uh, always get that. It's great uh, uh, stocking stuffer or yeah. uh, whatever. And then you can uh, download the, the film and you can mm -hmm. go to Venmo and uh, Vimeo and get that and you can go to the website and just click on the links and the link yes. will take you. Uh, to where you can purchase and then you can watch that together, you mm -hmm. know, maybe see the holidays. I mean, you have yes. some time here at Thanksgiving and Christmas coming up and mm -hmm. maybe get the whole family together or all the kids, uh, you know. That would the be wonderful. <laughs> the brothers and sisters and cousins, you know. Yes. Because we'll see. I think, you know, because I think a lot of families will try to get together for the this I year. So they too. didn't get to get together last year or they... Yep. Um, they made that choice to be safe instead of traveling and, uh, mm -hmm. and, and exposing themselves or their family members to that. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah. And one of the things, you know, one of the things we tell people all the time, especially kids, is at holidays and things, go find the oldest person in your yeah. family and ask them to tell you the stories that their parents or grandparents yeah. told them. Because, mm -hmm. see, we have these wonderful stories that, if somebody doesn't ask, sometimes they don't get passed down. They That's don't right. get shared with That's other right. people. So yeah, um, I know, you know, luckily because of the business that you're in and your husband's business is a video, y'all are y'all understand the 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 gift power. of sharing story and the yeah. power of story. Yeah. Um, that not everybody does until they feel it. They see yeah. it, they yeah. experience it. Yeah. And once they experience it, then they go, Oh, okay, now mm -hmm. I know. So yep. So as an artist and as a creative, and us certainly here on this show for Creative Passions Results, like we say, we want to encourage you if you have a creative passion, whether that's a publishing passion, a mm -hmm. professional passion, a purpose passion, or a performing passion, yes. to pursue that. And performing also, to, in my mind, is speaking mm -hmm. or teaching mm -hmm. or coaching. I mean, we, we say performing and we kind of think actors and musicians right. and maybe spoken word or poetry or something like that, rap, whatever it might be, mm -hmm. different genres. Um, but anyway, but performing can be things. Professional can be, like you say, working for yourself or working for somebody else, um, but still being that creative thought leader and bringing yeah. that creativity and then engaging with people, like you say, that come from a different perspective. Mm -hmm than you to the add that to the mix I mean yeah. that's a really fabulous thing and I said and I am delighted with your project too because I think it like you say it it meets a lot of those requirements mm -hmm. and crossed over into some areas that a lot of books don't cross mm -hmm. over into Thank you. so yeah. So we wish you uh, every success with that. Um, what would you. you tell our listeners if they're out there and they're thinking about writing a children's book and they haven't quite got the courage up to do it mm -hmm. or they're not not sure they want to share their story with people or they're not sure what people are going to say about it or think about it what would you tell them yeah i would say of course write it you know yeah. write it and then i did a lot of test marketing so i worked with children so every uh -huh. once in a while i would incorporate it in a time that i would spend you know what do you what do you think about this and and watch right. them follow along and their eyes be engaged this is when it, i had just literally written it and printed it out on the printer you know right, right. and then i took a print copy exactly <laughs> text and then only, I, you know? I shared it with teachers that i knew to find out what they thought about it reading levels and stuff like right. so i just encourage people write it 
And sometimes it's not even the first one that comes out. You don't know right. what lives underneath that. Right. 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 So you gotta, exactly you gotta right. get underneath that first one. And my first book, The Greatest Soul Journey, and the greatest stands for God restores excellence, activates talents, encourages spiritual transformation. Wow. And so in that activates talents piece, I talk about that where you got to use your talents. You have to express yourself and right. then see what continues to come out. Right. Because it grows. Write it. Yeah, it grows. it grows. It gets better. It knows. Yeah, yeah, right. And writing is a writing is a skill that can be learned. I don't I'm not saying there aren't people that are very talented and there aren't people yeah. that just have a gift for certain things. But mm -hmm. writing is a talent and a skill that the more you do it, the better you get. That's kind of like saying the more you sing, the better you get, you know, the better your right. range gets, the better your ear that's gets, right. the better your, you know, you just begin everything. To, to know things or you begin to yeah. recognize things or think about things in a different way and how, well, what yeah. if I did this and that, or what if I included this over here? Yeah. Maybe we, we added that instead, yeah. but you don't get there until you get engaged in the, the creative process, yeah. I think. And Which, I would say the, two other things. Yeah. Two other things that come to mind is one, remember that a book doesn't have to be long. Uh -huh. Right. So some people, when they think children's books, you might be thinking of Harry Potter and 400 and some pages. Right. And no, you can be at 20, you know, 28 pages. And that's because, you know, you have color on both sides or it's right. just a, couple a picture. Words. Maybe it words on. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. it doesn't have to be very intense or overwhelming. The second thing, and this is what an illustrator friend of mine ended up telling me, she said, go to the bookstore. She said, and look at one, look at the books that you used to like as a child. Right. Right. Yeah. And then two, look at the books where you think your book might fit on the shelf. And yeah. that was such a great exercise for me. And so for anybody listening, who's thinking about writing a book, right. if you have any children and they have their book fairs at school, like go to the book fair with a different mind, go to the different department stores that have book sections. And just go look at all of the variety of books that are out there. Right. There's picture books, like literally with a letter on it and a picture, a C and then a picture of a car. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Something really simple to something more yes. complex, like bunny, froggy, yes. and bunny. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 All across the board. So that's exactly right. And so, you, you know, if you're thinking about writing, you're thinking about publishing, um, I have to tell you that in most cases, it doesn't take you 12 years. It does sometimes right. take you those months <laughs> and year to get the illustrator. Um, but usually, um, you know, if you're not writing children's books, if you're writing fiction or nonfiction, mm -hmm. uh, fiction probably maybe a little bit longer because you really do have characterization and style and mm -hmm. place and theme mm -hmm. and and, and that, that takes a little more doing. I mean, when you write nonfiction, a lot of times it's, you know, it's for business or it's for health or for diet or for fitness or yeah. for mindset or self-care. And, you know, a lot of times that's going to go faster Much. Uh, because it may yeah, be a business yeah. you're engaged in every day or yeah. an activity and you know what the questions are, you know yeah. what the answers are to the questions and then yeah. you put that together. 
Um, so I would say, you know, nonfiction is probably the shortest route, but then children's books and fiction. Mm-hmm. So, well, this has been great to talk to you with Kathleen. Let's give people uh, the information one more time about how they can get in touch with you. Cause I'm assuming you would go and start to go and speak once we're kind of get out. Oh my out goodness. Yes. I would love to. And even virtually, like, like right. I said, I, I, you know, I do book reads right now. I do them virtually and uh-huh. I love it. And the kids are highly engaged. Right. Um, and so people can definitely contact me at askdrwalls.com, A-S-K-D-R-W-A-L-L-S.com. My email address is on there. Phone number is on there. You can leave messages. There's links to the books that are on there. You can also see the other works that I do. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, right. I definitely, I look forward to it. Okay, well, that'll be great. So y'all can uh, ask Dr. Walls. You can ask Dr. Walls to come and speak to you. You can ask her to come and speak virtually. You can ask her to come speak in person. Um, and, it, and it doesn't matter if you're, a, you know, if you're a school, you're a library, you're a nonprofit group, maybe an after school program, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you may be a church program, a youth yep. program for church or elementary. Um, and that, that's one of the other things we didn't really talk a whole lot about is audience, you know, thinking yes. about who you want to write for. I think you kind of knew that you wanted to write for younger children. Mm-hmm. And well, so- it's interesting. So my, my books are really there, there to capture the attention of the younger child, but there's messages in there for people of all ages. Right. Because I wanted to make sure that there was learning for the reader as well as for any of the listeners. Right. Okay, yeah. so it is for yeah. that, that we, we all have an inner child in us. And so it speaks to all of us. <laughs> You're right, it speaks to all of us. Yeah, that's right. And that's right. And in older people, they remember too. They remember right. the stories when they're listening and they want to yeah. engage in and they want to read too. So read to your parents, read to yeah. your grandchildren, grandparents, grandparents yeah. you know, aunts, uncles, mm-hmm. uh, whatever you are. This is a great book. It's Froggy Tea and Bunny, uh, the reunion of Froggy Tea and Bunny. So it's a great mm-hmm. gift to be given away. If you're an aunt, an uncle, a, a great aunt, a great uncle, if you've got children in your life somewhere, uh, you need to go check this out at askdrwalls.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, get your copy uh, order today. And um, it comes in different versions, an ebook or paperback, and, and then a wonderful animated version, an animated short film. So we encourage you to check that out. Well, Kathleen, thanks so much for joining us. I appreciate it so much. Um, if you have one last thing you would want to say to our listeners, what would that be? Be as creative as you can be. Yeah. Fully, fully live in that in that creative expression and know that I'll tell you, as someone told me before I wrote my first book, there is an audience just for you. So don't worry if somebody else has written a story similar or had similar ideas, there is a way in which you will express it that will speak to someone else. So just go ahead and do it. And do it. Yeah, because we all learn filter through our own experiences and our own right. background and our own learning and, uh, and whatever it is that wherever we come from, our place, our, our yes. culture, our family experiences. Mm-hmm. So so that's great. You know, I have a lot of people that say, oh, I don't want to read somebody else's stuff because I don't want to plagiarize it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you know, unless you copy it word for word, you know, right. you're not going to plagiarize it because if you just read it and then think about, well, what, what does that story mean to me or how would I write that differently or how mm-hmm. would I have that differently mm-hmm. or 
you know, I wish they'd have talked more about this character or I wish that character had said more or done more. Mm-hmm. Or I want to know more about the backstory about this one. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, those things come up. And if you yeah. filter it through your own creative mindset and your own creative uh, experience, it's going to be different. That's right. It's not going to be like anybody else's that's thing. Right. And, um, and that's another reason I'm not quite as good a big a fan as ghostwriting as a lot of people, because mm-hmm. I think we all have a voice. Yes. And my voice yes. is different from your voice. Yeah. You know, not yes. that they're, you know, and neither, and both of them are great. You know, both yeah. of them are fabulous. Um, but the fact of the matter is when somebody meets me, you know, if you were writing my stuff and they meet me, <coughs> they're going to go, I'm that I'm not sure that sounds like Liz. That's know? right. That's right. <laughs> they're going to see Kathleen and, and they're going to talk to Liz and they're going to go, well, you don't sound like Dr. Walls. Yes. You know? Um, yes. They won't know what it is, but they'll know that it's something. You it's know? a different voice. And so it's so important that people use their voice. Right. Yeah. And that is the other thing. Use your voice. Use your creative voice, whether that's performing, whether that's mm-hmm. publishing, whether that's professionally or even in some purpose or nonprofit. Um, speak out about the things that are important to you. Mm-hmm. So, well, Kathleen, this has been great fun. I always love to talk to you. And this will be coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks here. We'll certainly get it up before Christmas. Okay. And we'll have you come back when you have your second book. I'm ready. Thank you. All righty. So this has been Liz Lawless, the host of Creative Passions Results. And we hope that you'll come back week after week, that you'll uh, like the show, that you'll share the show with other people, because that's how other people find it. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.